Welcome to the Warrior School Podcast, the podcast for women who train. I believe lifting weights, knowing our cycles, and training with them is the future of women's training. I also believe this training, nutrition, and health stuff shouldn't feel so goddamn hard, and we should all feel strong and confident. So, This is your go-to show for practical information to build a stronger and healthier body. You'll find content on training, nutrition, hormones, and tons of experts who want to help you get stronger and healthier. I am your teacher, Amy Bow, coach, dietitian, and the creator of Warrior School. Okay, Warrior Woman, let's do this. Warrior Woman, welcome back to the podcast. I don't know what episode we're on. Close to 80, I think. For those of you who know me, you know that I'm not a fan of numbers. Today's going to be a solo episode. I'm on day 28 of my cycle. I can feel my period coming down, making its way down into the uterus. Uh, I've been trying to record this for an hour. They are drilling across the road. They're doing construction. Super fun. So I'm hoping that you can't hear the drill that much. If you can hear it a little, please bear with me. Uh, This is going to be a solo episode, pretty short and sweet. We're going to talk about injuries. And it was a request by a lovely warrior woman named Julie. So Julie, if you're listening to this, hello. And thank you for the request. She wanted me to talk about the mental and emotional side of an injury. So injuries are a big part of my story and they are a very big part of my work. A lot of women who come to see me, they love to train. They've trained a lot, they've pushed themselves hard, but they haven't been following a plan that really works with their body. So over time, what happens? is that they train inconsistently or sometimes they even quit and mostly it's due to injury. They get injured uh, and then they can't train. So what do we do if we're injured or we've been in chronic pain for a while and that's kept us from training? How do we start training again? So that's what we're going to chat about today on the episode. I will touch on you know, rehabilitation from a physical perspective, because obviously that's super important, uh, but we'll lean into, you know, how do we move through an injury or through pain from a mental and emotional perspective? Uh, We'll focus in on that. So through the episode, I will share my story with you. Uh, And a couple of examples and stories from the women that I work with in Warrior School. So maybe you're uh, injured and you haven't trained for over three months and you're feeling a little lost uh, or a lot lost (laughs) and you're not sure how to start training again. You know, what's the kind of pain and oh shit moment faded? You know, you want 
to, to start training again. Maybe you want to train, but you know, you're not sure where to start. You're a little scared that you might injure yourself even more. Uh, and so now you just feel really overwhelmed, really frustrated because you haven't trained for a while and you don't know where to start. And I felt like this when I had my back injury in 2012. I was flat on my back on the floor and it's really easy to wallow for a while. You know, when we have an injury, we can wallow. You know, we could go to this place of this sucks and it's not fair and it's frustrating and I'm in pain and I'm uncomfortable and I just want it to get better and I wish, you know, I wish I could just train the way that I was training before. And so it becomes quite stressful <clears throat> and really hard, uh, not only from a physical perspective, but from an emotional perspective. So... You know, there's quite a few pieces to this when we talk about injuries or we talk about chronic pain. You know, we don't have to just talk about an acute injury. I was having a conversation with uh, a woman the other day and she injured her back in 2017 and we're going to start to do some work together. So it's been over five years that she's been in chronic pain. She hasn't trained in five years. She experiences pain, back pain and hip pain every day. Uh, and over those five years, this injury has eroded trust with her body. She doesn't trust her body. She's scared to start training again. She has no idea where to start. She's exhausted because she's been in pain for five years. Uh, and, you know, doesn't know the first steps to take to start training again. She just knows that she needs to do it because it's so necessary for her to be out of pain and to feel more confident in her body. She feels weak and broken and scared to train. Uh, she feels scared to do anything uh, right now because it could create a flare-up. So, you know, it's so necessary for her. It's like a 10 out of 10 that she reached out and connected to me and we're going to start training again. So there's a few, uh, there's a couple of things in that, right? If we are in chronic pain or we have an injury, for us to move through that and rehabilitate it, uh, the first piece is that it needs to be really necessary for us to do that. It needs to be like a 10 out of 10 because if it's not, we're going to find it really hard to do the work, the physical rehab work. And we'll talk about that in a minute. So for me, when I was flat on my back on the floor, unable to get up, I had been in pain on and off for a year. So that moment there, it was so necessary for me to not feel like that, that I found a coach who specialized in rehabilitation and he created a plan and we started to rehabilitate my spine. You know, I remember our first session together, he gave me three basic exercises, three movements that were so hard, not only physically, because I was so weak and so broken and in pain, but really hard 
emotionally and mentally because I had always been very strong, very capable, very confident. I'd always been the athlete. Um, and here I was, I was weak and broken uh, and I was so exhausted and so frustrated, just like the woman that I spoke to the other day. And so I did those three exercises. I did them every day until I saw him the next week. And then I did more exercises every day until I saw him the next week. And it took a year for me to rehabilitate my spine, to get a strong, healthy, capable spine. That was our only goal, to have a strong, healthy spine. But it was so necessary for me that I did the work. I did the exercises. It was so necessary for me that I just had to work through my emotional and mental bullshit that was in my head around this is not fair, this is hard, this is boring, this sucks, to do you want to be strong again? Do you want to be capable? Do you want to not be in pain? Okay, you have to do this. You know, he gave me the tools, he gave me the knowledge, he gave me the plan, but I had to show up and do the work. I had to do the exercises. I had to choose every day that I didn't want to feel this way and I did the work. And that's really key is, you know, the first thing that we need to decide is how necessary is it for us to not be here? Because if it's not higher than a 9 or a 10 out of 10, we're not going to do those boring exercises. And I'm sure you can all resonate with that. You know, for that year, on and off, I saw practitioners. I got treatments. You know, it felt better, but those practitioners gave me exercises to do. They gave me home care, but I didn't do them because I just wanted to do the training that I was doing that was fun and I loved and it was hard and it was, you know, the sexy stuff. I didn't want to do the boring practitioner home care. And then I was flat on my back on the floor. And that's when it was so necessary for me to go back to basics to rebuild my training foundation. So put your hand up. Uh, you know, if you've, if you've been there, you've been injured or you've been in pain or you've had niggles, you've seen a practitioner, they've done a treatment. Yes, it's felt a bit better. They did give you home care, but you didn't do it because you didn't have time or it wasn't, you know, fun. It was boring. Uh, you prioritized just trying to get back to the training that you were doing because you liked that better. I'm pretty sure I can see a lot of hands up. Uh, totally normal, you know. Humans want to do things that are fun and bring us joy. They don't want to do three boring exercises over and over again every day. Uh, but this is, you know, I think we didn't decide that it was so necessary for us uh, to do the work. So once maybe we have decided... Well, then we see that practitioner, uh, we get a treatment, they give us the home care to do. You have to do the work. You have to do the exercises. The exercises are going to help rehabilitate you from a physical perspective. And yes, they're not fun and they're boring and, you know, we don't want to create time for them, but they are necessary to help us move from being in pain to pain-free, from being weak to strong. And, uh, you know, I, I think that it's also really hard for us from an emotional perspective to do that. 
because we just want to train the way that we were training. You know, we trained hard, we enjoyed it, we were getting results, we were, you know, working towards our goals, and then all of a sudden, we can't train. And there's a grieving that happens with that. You know, we have to grieve that for now, we can't train that way. We need to focus on the pain, or we need to focus on the injury. We need to focus on rebuilding our foundation. And this is what I find a lot in my work, is that We haven't spent the time building our foundation, learning the basics. And what happens is then over time, you know, the house crumbles, the foundation crumbles uh, because we didn't learn the basics. We didn't build our foundation. So rehab, from a rehab perspective, it's really coming back to those basics. Uh, It's... Uh, learning range of motion and mobility. It's learning stability and activation. It's learning tension and control. It's learning to create, you know, strength again with our own body. And it's slowly progressing back to where we were. But there is a process and there is a method to rehabilitating an injury or from moving, you know, from being in pain to pain free. Just like there is a process and a method to getting a goal or to losing weight There's also a process and a method to injury, to rehabilitating an injury. Now, from a physical perspective, to rehab something, it's pretty simple. You know, you find a really good practitioner or a really good coach uh, that specializes in rehab and injuries. It's actually pretty easy to rehab a shoulder or a knee or a spine. Uh, No, simple. It's pretty simple. It's not easy. And the reason why it's not easy is because it's really hard emotionally and mentally. So when I was rehabbing my spine, uh, you know, the approach was really simple. The movements that I had to do to get a strong, healthy spine were really simple, basic movements. I just was learning how to move again. But it wasn't an easy journey. It was probably one of the hardest, but the most rewarding experiences of my life. And I remember, you know, those first few months, every session that I would have with my coach, I think I would cry. But just because I just felt so weak and so broken uh, and everything felt so hard. But over time, when we show up, when we do the work, when we do those exercises, we feel a little less pain. We feel a little stronger those exercises feel a little easier, that builds trust with our body again. And we need that. We need to rebuild the trust, yeah, with the process, with the movement, with the body. And the only way we can start to rebuild the trust, to get more confident and to get stronger is to actually show up and do the work. Because it's super easy to wallow. You know, we get injured or we're in pain and we wallow. You know, I've been there as well. When I injured my spine, I wallowed for a long time. Well, yeah, I wallowed. (laughs) And I've had many injuries since uh, my spine. But over time, I've done less wallowing, more like let's just get in and fix it. So, yep, it's easy to wallow. uh, But, you know, what helped me the most was getting a coach and getting a plan. And that might help you. It takes us out of this wallow and a plan gives us a path. And, you know, when we have a plan, we get to stop overthinking it. We know what tomorrow looks like. We know what 
the process looks like, the rehab process looks like to get from A to B. Now, getting from A to B is not going to be easy, but at least we have a plan and we can start moving forward. What you'll find the hardest is your emotional and mental shit that comes up. Uh, this attachment to, you know, how we felt before or how we trained before or it's taking too long, uh, that's probably what you'll find the hardest and what I have found the hardest. Like I said, you know, I've been injured many more times over the last nine years. Now, you know, I really want to highlight that it's not because I don't know how to train or I have, you know, poor mobility or I'm doing the wrong type of training. I've had an amazing coach and coaches for the last nine years. I'm a big believer in having a coach. So I've been under amazing teachers for nine years. I have extremely good mobility. Uh, I'm a very good mover. I've got great programs, good processes, good methods, good recovery protocols. So, you know, everything that you would think, you know, that you need in a training practice. So why would you get injured? Now, injury, we need to reframe how we think about injury because being injured and being in pain is not bad. It's information and it's just like our negative attachment or our story to pain and injury that makes it bad. And I didn't know that at the start, you know, I wallowed and I didn't have a good attachment to pain and injury. And then I found Olympic weightlifting and Olympic weightlifting made me feel really strong and capable. You know, I went from that weak girl, that broken girl that couldn't pick 20 kilos off the floor to this strong, capable woman and athlete that could clean and jerk 80 kilos. Uh, no back pain, you know, could do lots of pull-ups, could squat, you know, over 100 kilos. And then throughout weightlifting, it's such a hard uh, sport on the body, I would get little niggles or little injuries. And I would never deal with them very well. It would create a lot of friction. I would wallow. I would chuck a little tantrum because I just wanted to do the thing that made me feel strong and capable. And I couldn't handle feeling the way that I did when I had my back injury. I couldn't handle feeling weak and broken. And so an injury or a niggle would come up. I wouldn't deal with it very well. I'd wallow. It would take me a little while to get my shit together to do the work to fix the niggle or fix the injury. Uh, and then we'd move through that. And then maybe, you know, a little while later, something else came up. And I had, you know, many niggles and injuries throughout uh, my weightlifting time. I trained a lot, like three or four hours a day, six days a week. It's a lot on a body. But where I'm going with this is, you know, it wasn't until five years ago where I injured, I tore my meniscus. I was doing something super crazy mobility-wise. Uh, that I stepped back and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Okay, cool. You know, there's a weakness there. That's information that I need to strengthen the knee within that range because I've just torn my meniscus. I got some treatments, I got some support, but then I just pretty much turned around the next day and I started my rehab for it. Now I'll say that I was so lucky because I was taught by amazing coaches and amazing teachers over the last nine years. So I had the tools. You know, if I injure myself or I get a niggle, I just start rehabbing myself straight away. And, you know, my coach used to say, my goal every day is just to injure myself just a little bit and then the next day, you know, rehab it and get stronger. And I think that's a really cool perspective because if we want to train hard and push ourselves and achieve these cool things, you know, niggles are going to come up. 
injuries are going to come up. We're not super balanced. Uh, we can try our best, but they will come up. And so, you know, when I did my meniscus a, a few years ago, that was an opportunity. I just got super curious. I created a plan and I started to rehab it. So the gap between the wallowing and the rehab wasn't so big. Uh, but it can be, you know, if you've never been injured before or you this is your first experience of chronic pain, you know, this gap between the wallowing and the, the poor me and this sucks and the actual work, the rehab work, it can be really big, really scary. Uh, but the more injuries you have, uh, the more, yeah, the more times you've gone through it, the more trust you have with yourself in the process because it works. Yeah. You find a good coach, you find a good practitioner, you show up, you do the work, it works. You rehab the injury and you feel great. Yeah. You can go back and you can train super hard. And then another one comes up and you just go through the same process. And that there really, uh, it, I guess, births and breeds confidence in the whole process. Um, and in yourself, because you know that you can, you can do it. So, you know, it, it can be hard, especially if we've been in chronic pain for a long time, the nervous system can feel really stressed and not safe. Uh, and so to even start is, you know, a really hard thing for us to do. But we start with the basics, we're starting to learn to move again. You know, we're starting with range of motion work, with activation work, with stability, tension, control work. Then we're starting with some body weight strength stuff. You know, it's like an onion, this rehab stuff. You layer it in. Uh, and yeah, what helped me the most was having a coach and having a plan because that plan will really give us a path uh, and allow us to stop overthinking it. So for the women that come into the school that have had injuries or chronic pain, you know, we focus on some key areas. The first one is their nutrition to build energy and resilience because, you know, rehabbing an injury or starting a training practice, especially if we haven't trained for a long time and the nervous system, you know, we've been in pain for a long time and the nervous system's stressed, we need the energy to support that. So we focus on nutrition we focus on eating, you know, balancing our macronutrients, carbohydrates, proteins, and fats, eating enough food to support this journey. And then we focus on key movements that are going to help us rehabilitate the injury or help us move from being in pain to being in less pain first and then out of pain. And those look like range of motion, mobility, stability, tension, control, activation, and body weight strength training. From here, after we've built our foundation again and built uh, our basics, we can then start to layer in complexity. But we need to come back to basic movement patterns. Uh, Laura, who I've been working with for a couple of years, she's had multiple knee surgeries, uh, had very bad knee flexion, so couldn't bend her knees really at all. And over the last 18 months, we've worked really hard to break up a lot of scar tissue in her knees. Now that hasn't been a fun experience for her. <laughs> and I'm sure if she was right here, right now, that she would tell you that it sucked. That there are days that, you know, she's been in tears. Uh, now I'm not saying no pain, no gain. I'm totally not saying that. For those of you who know my work, that's not what I believe in. But I do believe 
if you are injured or you are in chronic pain, the journey out of that can be really hard and it can be uncomfortable. I'm just going to let that sink in because I don't think that we're okay with that. I think that we think rehab um, or moving from being in pain to out of pain should be sunshine and rainbows and not uncomfortable, but it's just not like that. So let me say it again for the people in the back. Uh, rehabbing an injury or moving from being in chronic pain to being pain-free is not easy. It is hard and uncomfortable. Now, of course, if I have a shoulder injury, I haven't dislocated it, but maybe I've torn some, you know, some ligaments and some stuff in my shoulder and we want to start a hanging practice, right? Uh, you know, there is definitely a way that we go about that. We do feet-assisted hangs. Uh, maybe we don't passively hang. Maybe we actively hang to engage some of the tissue, depending on what's going on. But, you know, we don't want to be in pain, but we will be uncomfortable. Same as Laura. You know, she was really uncomfortable because she's breaking up scar tissue. She's developing a range of motion that wasn't there. It hasn't been there. So to do that is going to require some discomfort. Now, of course, you know, there is a, a, a particular level of discomfort that we want to, you know, keep to in the session. We don't want to create too much inflammation, too much swelling. We don't want to feel sharp pain. You know, we want to be able to walk the next day. There's, there's so many variables that as a coach and as a practitioner that we're looking for. But definitely, if we're thinking about breaking up scar tissue... You know, I've got a lot of women in the program that have a lot of knee stuff going on, uh, knee pain, chronic knee pain, uh, knee injuries that weren't rehabbed properly. Now, whether that was not having a great practitioner or whether that was on them for not actually doing the rehab work, which is super common, like we discussed before. So, you know, if I haven't, I've had a chronic uh, knee injury for five or 10 years, and I had surgery on it and I didn't rehab it properly, there's a lot of scar tissue in that that we have to break up. Now, getting help from a practitioner to help us break down some of that scar tissue is super helpful. Uh, but then we need to actually do the exercises. <laughs> we need to slowly over time, uh, you know, meeting certain standards and qualities within the movement, increase that range of motion to break up that scar tissue. Laura now can do single leg strength work, uh, she can get down into the bottom of her squat, not saying that it's always easy for her, not saying that her knees don't hurt the next day, sometimes they do, but her range of motion and her strength within her knees is just like it's epic now, but that took hard, like hard work, 18 months of really hard work, of breaking up a lot of scar tissue and breaking through a lot of mental and emotional stuff. Uh, that has come up around, you know, her knees and being in pain and feeling uncomfortable. And this is, I guess, what we can find really hard is that we're not okay with being uncomfortable. And when we have an injury and we have chronic pain, we have to be okay with being a little bit uncomfortable physically. And that can be really scary on a body that, you know, doesn't feel safe because of the injury or the pain. And so we have to slowly, cleverly, safely, um, you know, just take the leap 
build the foundation and move that kind of brain you know from thinking that it's not safe to actually this is safe and this is okay to feel this sensation and it is okay for it to be uncomfortable it is okay for it to be a little bit swollen as long as we're seeing progress and you know we're recovering well from the sessions uh, we're definitely you know moving forward so I think I say to you you know if you haven't trained for over three months or longer because of a proper injury and you feel really scared to start training again you feel really overwhelmed uh, and you have no trust with your body that what helped me the most is working with a coach and getting a plan that helps us you know helps us build our foundation again uh, we know what we're going to do tomorrow we know that there is, you know, a process and method in place to progress us to get from being in pain to pain free or from feeling weak uh, to feeling stronger again. Now, I can't tell you how long it takes, you know, everyone's journey through an injury or through pain is very different, uh, but it depends how much you want to show up and do the work as well. You know, for me, it was so necessary. So I dedicated my life to making sure that I was strong and capable again. So I, you know, did my rehab stuff for a couple of hours every day. Uh, and then I got right really into training and I was competing and lifting uh, in weightlifting and I trained a lot and I loved it and I built this strong, capable, resilient body. Now, it's not saying that I never got injured, but, you know, I focused on it so much. Now, think about your life uh, and yes, we're busy and we're squishy and we're stressed and we want to just do the fun training or the training that's going to get us to where we want to go. But if you don't spend the time building your foundation, you're just going to be stuck in that place of having that injury or being in pain and you're never going to get to where you want to go, whether that's performance goal, a skill goal or a body composition goal. Or if you get there, you ain't going to stay there for very long and then it's going to come up again. So what if you took the time, found a good practitioner, found a good coach, got a plan and actually just went back to the basics, you know, built your range of motion, built your mobility, built your stability, built your strength again, and then work towards, you know, building back to the type of training that you were doing before. Think about it. What would that be like? For me now, you know, I've been injured uh, you know, a few times over the past nine years and I know how to rehabilitate myself. I have the tools. I have the knowledge. I've also done it before. So I have the confidence that I know that if I put in the time, I put in the work that I'm going to move through that pain or move through that injury. And I get to go back to doing what I love. Now, I'm not saying that I love every moment of it. It can be really frustrating sometimes, especially if the body doesn't feel like it's responding uh, you know, especially if you just really want to be doing the thing that you love. But we need to choose to do it uh, because otherwise we're going to be stuck. We're going to be injured. We're going to be in pain. And it's really going to stop us from doing the training that brings us joy, that helps us feel strong and confident. Okay, Warrior Woman, I think that's it for me on this injury topic we could definitely dive in deeper to how you rehabilitate injuries. 
are from a physical perspective, how you build a foundation. But today I really wanted to focus on the mental and emotional aspects of it. I just want you to know that you're not alone uh, when you feel lost, when you feel overwhelmed, when you feel frustrated and stuck with it. But know that there are coaches and practitioners that have been there before and can help you move through it. They can create a plan for you. And it it's totally possible to get out of pain and to not be injured and to train hard again. You know, I've done it many times <laughs> over the last nine years. Uh, and I think, yeah, ending today's episode to know that it's possible, but you need to choose to do the work. You need to choose to show up and follow that plan, even on the days that it's hard and it sucks and you don't want to do the work because it's not sexy. Uh, you have to choose to do those three boring exercises every day until you get three new boring exercises every day. Uh, and that's how we move from being in pain to pain-free, from feeling scared to feeling confident, from being weak to being strong. Okay, that's it for today. Uh, if you have any questions on this episode or on injuries, or rehabilitating an injury, uh, or the emotional part of injuries, please reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, it's one of my favorite topics. It's close to my heart from my own story and just from all the women that I work with every day. Okay, Warrior Woman, thank you for listening. Warrior Woman, you can listen to these episodes wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please give it love by subscribing now. And if you enjoyed this episode, please rate it and share it with another Warrior Woman. Also, tag me in it on Instagram with your biggest takeaway. woman. So this training, nutrition and health stuff has challenged you at your deepest level and now you feel stuck. Maybe you've missed regular training for over a year due to an injury and you feel scared to start training again. Maybe you've tried so many programs but they didn't work. So now you feel tired, overwhelmed, out of shape and weak. I believe this stuff shouldn't feel so goddamn hard. I also believe that we should all feel strong and confident. So I pulled on all my knowledge and my experiences over the last decade and created Warrior School. In Warrior School, I help you swap confusion and overwhelm for a plan to get stronger and healthier. And who doesn't love a good plan? Inside Warrior School, I will teach you the key metabolic nutrition principles to give you energy and support your training. I teach you how to approach training to get stronger and get those results that you want. And I teach you how to regulate your cycle and use it as a tool to support your training. I invite you to become a part of Warrior School 
in three simple steps. Fill out the application form on my website, book a free discovery call where we talk about your training and your goals. Three, start training today to get stronger and healthier.